Wall Street Book Club. Evan Jefferson, brother, much love. Educating, elevating, because in knowledge is the power and we never get it up. <laughs> Literature's for the masses. Where to put your money down, now how to watch your assets. Yeah, uplifting others is a passion. My brother Evan, he will turn it into action. New Black Wall Street Book Club. You should come read with us. Yeah, we comprehend and discuss. We all just come together, there's no limit for us. Here comes your host, New Black Wall Street. Evan, take it away. New Black Wall Street Book Club. All right, my beautiful people, man. Thanks so much for joining us again here today on the New Black Wall Street Book Club, where black folk do read. You put in a book, we absolutely will find it. Reading Rainbow 2.0 with a purpose. I'm your host, ERGJ, your certified financial educator, CEO, VRGJ Enterprises, ERGJ Black Bazaar, and also international best-selling author of the book, The Black Billionaires Club, and founder of The Black Billionaires Club. Hey, man, we're going to get right into what we get in today. We're going to be going through the book, Think and Grow Rich, A Black Choice. That's right, Think and Grow Rich, A Black Choice. We're broadcast across all our platforms, Instagram Live, Facebook Live, YouTube Live. And we also do have a podcast, New Black Wall Street Book Club, or MBWS Book Club. Look for us. You need to catch this at a later time. In the comments below, let us know where you're connecting from, what city, what state. Also, if you could do us a favor, because black folk do read and we do share, go ahead hit that like button, that share button, that invite button, that watch party button, whatever you got to do to let people know that we in here reading. For personal development, that's what we got going on. So let's get right into this thing, guys, man. We got to start with our affirmation of the day. That's our affirmation of the day. It comes from our Millionaire Mindset Makeover cards. These are flashcards that you can get. We do have available for you. Our Millionaire Mindset Makeover flashcards right here. Change the way you think. You'll change your life forever. This one says, I will fulfill. I will fulfill. I will fulfill, and here's the affirmation. I will be all that I'm designed to be. Despite the challenges that come, I will fulfill my purpose. Everybody put in comments, I will fulfill. I will fulfill. I will be all that I'm designed to be. Despite the challenges that come, I will fulfill my purpose. I will fulfill my purpose. Well, guys, we're going to get right into our main text today, guys. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning. Thanks so much for joining. Good morning, billionaires. So we're right to what we're going to discuss today. We're going through the book, Think and Grow Rich, A Black Choice. Think and Grow Rich, A Black Choice. This is a book, again, that's recommended. What's going on, Mr. James? This is a book that's recommended by, uh, by Black Enterprises. This book should be required reading for all African Americans truly committed to the pursuit of happiness and fulfillment. It's a guide to success. Everybody putting on so success, a guide to success for black Americans. We're into chapter number eight. Chapter number eight, a pleasing personality. Uh-oh, a pleasing personality by Mr. Dennis Kimbrough. Let's find out. Let's read. <laughs> a pleasing personality. Here are our two quotes uh, to start out this chapter from ancient, uh, ancient, uh, ancient Chinese proverb says this. A man without a smiling face must not open a shop. A man without a smiling face must not open a shop. Now, I don't know about you. How many of you guys know some people that run businesses or have open businesses, but they don't have a pleasing personality? They won't even smile at their customers. And that's a part of that thing called customer service, right? A man without a smiling face shouldn't even open up a shop. That's what the Chinese proverb says. Benjamin Disraeli says this. Perseverance and tact are two of the most important qualities for the individual who wants to move ahead. Perseverance and tact. 
right? Perseverance. And what's going on, Galilee? My, my queen from all the way from Belgium, I believe, France. Harry, where are you from? I can't remember. I know you somewhere. I think you're from Belgium. Good morning, Mr. Mark Daniels in the house. Thanks so much for joining. My main man, James, man, from, uh, I think from uh, Jersey. Jersey, James in the house. Let's read. Having found the patterns that define the image of ourself and having believed through faith that who we are and what we are is valuable asset to be cultivated, stimulated, and enjoyed, we then begin to think about how. How we affect those individuals around us. Everybody put it on so how. How we affect those individuals around us. Tact and skill and handling people are required more than ever in our fast-changing highly technical world yet this simple principle does not require the use of special tools or techniques it has been said and perhaps correctly that our courtesy represents the most valuable characteristic known to the human race everybody put it down so courteous courtesy our, our courtesy right how many guys like rude people in your life no no belgium all right belgium i knew it somewhere right you don't like to be around rude people people who are courteous Courtesy represents more. So if it stands to say that you like to be around courteous people, then if you want people to want, want to be around you, you should be courteous. Make sense, right? Right? You, you want to you attract more people. You want to attract better people into your life, right? You The people that you hang around, people that hang around you right now, you've attracted, by the way. So don't blame me because of who you have attracted in your life. You attracted the bottom of the barrel, that's because you got some characteristic, some personality issues that you ain't tackled yet. Hey, here's the show for you to actually be honest with yourself. Right? I don't, you don't have to be honest with me. Be honest with yourself. Can you improve your personality? Can you make your personality become better of what you want in your life or what you would like to be attracted to? Therefore, you must become it so that can become attracted to you. You attract who you are. You attract who you are. I'm telling you, once I, once I, once I actually stopped, looked, and I said, "What am I doing wrong?" And I realized, here are the people that are around me. How did they get here? I attracted them. When I was looking for weed, guess what I found? I found a whole bunch of weed smokers. When I was looking for alcohol, guess what I found? I found a whole bunch of alcohol drinkers. When I was looking for sex, guess what I found? A whole bunch of people that want to have sex and prostitutes and all that stuff. When I was looking for drugs, guess what I found? I found drug dealers. See, here's the deal. You attract who you are. But guess what? I changed that. I changed. I started looking for wealth and prosperity and abundance and joy and hope and love. And guess what? I found it. I found it. Changed who I was. I changed what I attracted. You can too. Common courtesy costs nothing, yet it returns dividends nearly a thousandfold if it is practiced as a matter of habit and a spirit of sincerity. Today, there remains a crying demand for those individuals who understand that success depends on a number of factors, among which is the support of other people. Basically, the only hurdle between you and what you desire is the support of others. Furthermore, let's unmask the illusion that success is altogether a matter of complicated knowledge or that all we ever need to know are the intricacies of our jobs, professions, or livelihoods. We are told by some of the world's most able men and women that all of the te technical knowledge that we can stuff into our minds, while indeed important, still does not exceed 
and valued the ability to achieve harmonious relationships with those around us. I call it relationship capital. What's it like to have all the money in the world but don't have nobody, don't have no friends to enjoy it with? You got a whole bunch of people that want your money, but they don't want to be around you. Because as soon as the money runs out, they leave too. Relationship capital. What do you think? What is Trump doing right now to a lot of relationships? He's destroying relationships. They still got some relationships, probably. Probably got still got, you know, some 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 rich friends that he's doing the doing the dirty work for. But at the end of the day, you attract who you are. Now, don't misunderstand. I certainly do not wish to belittle the need for technical knowledge, but you must realize that we commit few technical errors because we are such experts at our jobs or occupation. However, it is shocking to observe how often we all bungle the job of handling people. Everybody put guys on handle people. We're not too good at that, handling people. And I told my, one of my one of my uh, one of my good friends. I told him, you know what my curse is? My curse is I believe in people. You know what my gift is? I believe in people. You know what my curse is? I don't give up on people. You know what my gift is? I don't give up on people. It's a gift and a curse. I don't give up on people, especially black people. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about me giving up on you. I'm going to keep hammering this home every day. And I'm assuming, and I know, not assume, I know that a seed is going to drop in your spirit at some point. You'll be like, this brother is telling the truth. I'm going to take this seed. I'm going to plant it into my soul. And we're going to cultivate this thing every day. And then I'm going to see the fruits of my labor. I'm going to see, I'm going to reap what I have sown. And I'm going to sow good things in. And I'm going to get good things out. I ain't giving up on you. And the world might give up on you, but am I my brother's keeper? Am I my sister's keeper? Hell yeah. If you develop the skill that caters to the feelings, the pride, and emotions of those around you, not only will you unlock one of the doors to success, but once inside, you'll be able to carry away all of the riches that your pockets will allow. If you develop the ability, if you develop the ability to skillfully handle people. You may not need any other skill. However, on the other hand, if you do not refine this characteristic, it will no, it will not matter what additional skills you may possess. Everybody put in the comments below. Handle people. Too many of us are trying to substitute rules and logic and knowledge for appreciation, praise, and a better understanding of human feelings and emotions. You must Remember the immutable fact that the minds of people are set into motion almost entirely by the way they feel towards others, not by logical reason. If you were to do a scale right now, a scale of one to 10, 10 being the highest, how well do you handle people? Repeat this again. You must remember the immutable fact that the minds of people are set into motion almost entirely by the way they feel towards others, not by logical reason. When emotions are high, logic is low. When emotion is high, reason is low. You ever try to have a conversation with somebody who's emotionally charged? You're like, man, that don't make no sense. They don't care that it don't make no sense because all they know is how they feel.
What's that number for you? You would do a, 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 a chart, one to 10, 10 being the highest of how well you handle people. What's that number for you? Right? You want better in your life? You got to get better. You want more in your life? You got to become more. The lamp lighter. In his classic tale, Don Quixote Miguel de Cervantes, the 16th century Spanish writer, tells of an old lamp lighter who lived in a small village. It was the daily duty of the lamp lighter to carry for and light the lamps on the streets of Madrid. Each evening before dusk, he ventured into the city with his sturdy ladder and supplies. He always started with the first lamp at the lower end of town. With increasing precision, he will meticulously approach each lamp post, position his ladder, and climb up to reach the wick, almost methodically. He would then clean the glass windows and light the lamp down the ladder and onto the next lamp post he would go. His daily routine would continue for many hours, lighting one lamp and then the next. He could be seen by the villagers and he disappeared up the hill out of sight. The townspeople often commented that they could always tell where he had been or by the lamps he had lit. Each of us has the opportunity every day to light a lamp of kindness for someone else. Or if we so choose, we can blow out the flame, causing darkness where light once shone. If we really desire, we can develop the skills that will enable us to get along graciously with others. Surely. Each of us wants to live our lives so that people will say that they know where we've been by the lamps we have lighted in the hearts and lives of others. This is done through a pleasing personality. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. But will you light the lamp of others with your pleasing personality? What is personality? Well, what is personality? Personality is the sum total of an individual's mental, spiritual, and physical traits and habits that distinguish him from all others. It is the factor that more than anything else determines whether one is liked or disliked by his fellow man. Your personality is like an enormous iceberg since much lies beneath the surface. The real you, the real you, the real you is expressed by the simplest smile or friendliest gesture. The real you is not only the outwardly verbal, but also the deepest of personal feelings, which are nonverbal. Your personality consists of clearly visible expressions as well as the invisible you, lying at the deepest level of your human experience. Personality transmutes into persona, the way you make others feel upon immediate impact or contact. It is the manner in which you greet strangers. It is the way you walk and talk, as well as the things you do that provoke emotions. Everybody put it down, so provoke. That provoke emotions in those around you. When you come into a room, what does your personality do to others or your persona? How does your persona make others feel? Matter of fact, even if we don't even just talk about others, let's just say you come into a room and you, you come into a room where there's animals. Your persona, those animals pick up on your persona, whether you're a good person or a bad person. They want to be petted or do they want to bite your hand off? How do you, how does your persona, see, 
See, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's a whole other level of thinking and understanding. Like, man, okay, well, let me just, let me just, let me just make, let me just find out. How do I make other people feel? Is it important to you how you make other people feel? I mean, because here's the deal. Too many, many of us are looking for customers, clients, friends, and all that stuff, but we never take into account how we make other people feel with our persona. You know why I'm a master salesman? Because I make other people feel good. They like being around me. They like talking to me. How do you make other people feel? I was talking to a lady on Saturday. Uh, she's a, she's a, she does some stuff. She does, she's, I mean, she does a lot of work. But when I saw her, I said to her, I said, listen, I don't know you from Adam or Eve, but when I see you, all I see is a frown face. And so she went to this whole discussion about how that's the structure of her face and all this stuff. And she showed me a picture of her two years ago. And that picture that she showed two years ago showed when she was happy. She was vibrant. I was like, that cannot be two years ago. Because it felt like she was showing a picture that was 10, 20 years ago. I said, that's you two, two years ago? And look at you now? I ain't saying it like that. But look at you now? Wrinkled up face, frown, not smiling? How do you think that makes other people feel? Do you think that makes me want to come to your table and make some money, buy, spend some money with you? Well, I can't help it. Yes, you can. Two years ago, you could help it. Two years ago, you had a vibrant a persona. Two years ago, you smiled. What happened? How many guys got people in your life that have conversations like this with you and you won't get offended? What happened? Two years ago, vibrant, smiling, you know, the light of the party, now frowning. Look, look, don't look happy. You may be happy. I don't know, but it don't show on your face. Why? What happened? See, most people will not simply do not want to have this conversation. Most people simply don't want to, don't want to take into account how they make other people feel and allow for them to tell you, man, this is, this is what you're giving off. So prideful. So prideful. Guess what they say about pride? Pride becomes, comes before the fall. How well do you take constructive criticism? How well do you take criticism, period? Because whether you think it's constructive or not, at least somebody was bold enough to tell you. This is what you're giving off, sister. I don't know. It ain't good, though. Not if you're trying to make some money. Not if you're trying to sell your stuff. Not good. Are you willing to allow other people to give you? See, I, my enemies can criticize me all day long. I don't care because some of it might be true. So I learned how to sift and take out the good stuff and separate it from the bad stuff. Okay, well, he said something. I didn't like it. That's cool. But hey, some of it might have been true. So if I take it, if I take it in and it's true, at least somebody was bold enough, even if it was my enemy, even if it was a troll, even if somebody that wasn't going to support me, at least somebody was bold enough to tell me the truth. The truth hurts. It hurts. Oh, my goodness, because it forces you to either accept it and change or accept it and stay the same. A pleasing, oh, let's keep going. Your personality is often revealed in the expressions of your eyes and the words you use. Your personality portrait is painted for all the world to see by the way you dress, the habits you cultivate, and how you treat others. 
The degree to which we exhibit positive personality traits may vary greatly from person to person, but we, have all, we all have them, or at least have the potential to develop them. We all have the potential to develop them. Or uh, if we encourage rather than suppress them, we become more proficient at summoning up the personality traits on demand that will help ensure success in any situation. Do you smile while speaking? You, you use tact in your conversation. Do you express sincerity and fairness and thoughtfulness and tolerance and patience? Hopefully you do. All are expressions of your personality. In simple terms, the impact your personality makes on those around you determines the way other people will view and react to you as a person. Never underestimate the power of a smile. Never underestimate the power of a smile. A firm handshake or a warm greeting. There are tools that fashion long-lasting, positive relationships. Hit that like button, that share button, that invite button, that watch party button. Let people know that we're here. Black folk, reading. Black folk, developing. Black folk who care enough to get better. Am I my brother's keeper? Yes. Am I my sister's keeper? Yes. Are you? Do you care enough to share? Do you care enough to invite? Do you care enough about your brother and your sister to give them exposure to something that could change their life? Do you care enough? A pleasing personality. To reach your definite purpose, you must have a personality that meets certain standards. Few of us are born with the sparkling personalities, and we may have allowed negative thinking and unattractive habits to spoil the impression that our personality may have transmitted in the past. Nonetheless, we can brighten our outward demeanor and raise the spirits of those with whom we come in contact if we truly wish to do so. What constitutes a pleasing personality? Uh, the Bible offers a well-known guideline, as ye would have, as ye would as you would, that means to do to you, do you also to them likewise. This statement appears in various forms in many religions and philosophies. It is appropriately called the golden rule. You and I are forced to coexist in a world inhabited by others. How we approach and treat all members of society and how society reacts towards us is partly determined by how well we adhere to this mandate. Do unto others as you would have others do unto you. Now, here's interesting. Remember I said like, share, invite, watch party? If you were going live right now, you would want others to like, share, invite, and watch party. Do unto others as you have them do unto you. I found also that, um, that, that if you were live, you would want people to watch you. Do you watch others? Uh, if, you were in, if you were in business, you would, like, you would want other people to spend money with you and buy your stuff. Do you buy the stuff of others? It's very interesting that we become selfish when it comes to this golden rule. But when we apply it, we understand that we can't outgive God. So because God cannot be outgiven, even if I just follow this rule, I'm going to do unto others as I would have them do unto me. Even if others don't do unto me, God got me. 
I'm telling you, once I realized that, once I let that be for real, I said, wait a second. All I got to do is keep doing what I want others to do to me. And even if that individual doesn't do it back, guess what? God got me. Everybody put it on, so God got me. So I can keep on giving because I have not yet one day on this earth that I've been alive been out and been able to outgive God. I might be able to outgive my fellow man. I might be able to outgive my, my, my constituents. I might be able to give, give a whole bunch of people. But I yet I have yet to be able to figure out, and I've been trying, how I can outgive God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, infinite intelligence, whatever you want to call it. You ever tried that? You ever tried to outgive your superior, your, 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 your maker? You ever tried that? You ever put that to the test? But because we understand these universal laws, we keep we keep trying to think that people got to give us something that God can give us himself. I'm telling you, if you begin to practice this, you simply think about, man, what is it I want people to do for me? I want people to buy my stuff, or I'm going to go start buying other people's stuff. I want people to share my stuff, I'm going to start sharing other people's stuff. You know what? I want people to advertise and market to help me market, I'm going to start marketing other people's stuff. You know what I do all day long? I market other people's stuff. Oh man, check this out. Meet the America's uh, richest black man, uh, richest black man in the world. That's somebody else. I'm marketing for him. Oh, here's the black-owned business of the day. That ain't my business. Somebody else's business. I'm marketing for them. What do you think happens for me? Huh? You can't outgive God. It's impossible. But will you follow these simple rules? Do unto others. Right now in the comments, well, I want you to think about something that you want others to do for you. All right? You want more clients? Are you, are you, you know what I'm saying? Think about something right now. You say, man, if uh, you keep talking about I don't get the support and uh, the black community don't support me, what do you, well, how often do you go to black owned businesses? That's what I'm saying. Like, we got to stop with this mess. My question to you is, what is it? that you want other people to do for you, and are you willing to do that thing for other people? Don't be a hypocrite. What is it that you want other people to do for you? And are you willing to do that for other people? Go on the road. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. You got to do it unto others first. I can sit here and talk about this all day long because people simply don't want to care. They don't want to, they don't, they don't want to believe truth. It's easier to believe a lie. It's easier. Because a lie requires no discipline, no responsibility, no accountability. A lie is a lie is a lie. When we start dealing in truth, oh, I actually have to be accountable for what I now have known and what I have learned. I actually have to do something with it. I actually have some and some order to my life. What is it that you want other people to do for you? And are you willing to do that for other people? Do unto others as I will have others do unto me. I'm telling you when I actually started practicing this, not just practice talking about it, not just reciting it, not just repeating it over and over again, not just knowing it, but actually applying it in my life. And I started to do unto others first. Now I'm in a position where others are doing for me and the cycle continues. But also, when I wasn't doing unto others, others weren't doing unto me. 
And that cycle continued as well. My question to you is, which side of the cycle are you going to be on? You going to work with the law or you going to work against the law? It's your choice. Free will. You can do what you want. I recommend you work with the law. Recommend it. You don't have to. Keep doing what you're doing. Doesn't matter. You're going to, you're going to face the consequences. You're going to be held accountable for your decisions in this life. You want the good life, though? Start abiding by these rules. It's called universal laws. If you don't know them, you can learn them. Life is a mirror. We'll wrap this up. Like attracts like. The way we hope others will respond to us is the manner in which we must express ourselves. I just said this. Perhaps you have heard it said that a child's behavior reflects the manner in which he or she is treated. If he is treated with love, he becomes loving. If he is treated spitefully and ridiculed, he becomes cruel and spiteful. To some extent, the same is true in our lives. We get from others what we give. This is a basic function of our personality. Life is a mirror that reflects your expressions. Everybody put God's own life as a mirror. If you smile, it reflects a cheery disposition. If you're irritable, it shows a true picture of, a of your contemptible self. In essence, what you say to others is said of you. You will find nothing in the world that you will not find in yourself first. Nature takes on your moods. If you rejoice, the world rejoices. If you trust, you are trusted. If you love, you are loved. If you hate, you are hated. You, you will cast your own reflection. You will cast your own reflection. This is New Black Wall Street Book Club. We've been going through the book, Think and Grow Rich, A Black Choice. A black choice. You can choose whatever you want. It's your life to live. You make the choices. You deal with the consequences. I've chosen the good life. In the comments below, I'd like for you to share one thing that you learned today. It's called feedback. Do unto others, you will have them do unto you. I don't do this just to do this. I do this to make a difference. I made a commitment in my life. I wasn't going to focus on the money anymore. I had the money. I made a lot of money. I worked for Fortune 500 companies. I did all that. That wasn't enough because I was not satisfied. I was not fulfilling my calling here on the earth. I gave all that up. Why? To make a difference. To make an impact. Money I can get. Easy to do. Changing the way people think. Not so easy. So I chose to do what's hard. I chose the challenge. What'd you learn today? See, I understand that time is more valuable than money. You're here for whatever reason. God's brought you to this broadcast, whether it's now or later that you're watching. You were brought here for a reason, to learn something, to get better. But time is something you can't get back, so I don't take it for granted. You've chosen to be here. Was this worth your time and why? Put that in the comments below. And as you guys do that, I want to again man, say thank you so much for tuning in. Right? There's a time when we thought, we might have thought that black folk don't read. We might have thought, we, you've been listening to that a long time, and I said we're going to change that. Black folk do read. You put in the book. We're going to find it. But what's we gonna do? 
We're going to find it together. We're going to find it together. I encourage you to join the Black Billionaires Club today. Stop procrastinating. Stop waiting. Stop doing what poor people do. I'm going to do it tomorrow. i do it next week. i do it. It's a $10 decision, people. And I'm telling you, when I realized that it, when it was hard for me to make a $10 decision that could change my life, when it was hard for me to make a, 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 a $7.99 decision to get a book that could change my life, when that was hard, I realized if it's hard for me to make an $8 decision, it's, it, there is no way I'm going to be ready to make an $8 million decision or $8 trillion decision because I can't even make an $8 decision. Once you get past that, once you perform or create the habit of making a decision to invest in yourself so you get a return on your investment. So you make decisions to waste your money, but you won't make decisions to invest your money. How much money did you spend on Super Bowl? Waste of money. How much did you get back? Entertainment, you feel good? Boring game. Not, not a wise decision with your money. Now you can do what you want. It's your money, your choice. When we start talking about connecting with brothers and sisters that can help you to accomplish your goals, that can help you to build your dreams, that can help you become a better you so you become a more attractive person, so you attract money. See, we don't chase money. We attract it. But guess what we had to do? We had to make a decision to walk away from the 95% of the people who won't make a decision. We had to make a decision to walk away from the 95% of people who are mired in debt, who are broke, busted, and disgusted, and all they do is complain about the problem. We decided to get over with the people who are actually working on the solutions. Getting out of debt, building business, building wealth. That's over here. 5% of people do it. 95% of people won't. 5% of people will be able to retire comfortably with their money paying for their living expenses. 95% of people are going to be dependent upon the government and everybody else. Which side are you going to be on? Are you going to be on the hand outside where you got so much money you can give to other people? Or are you going to be on the hand upside asking for people and begging for alms like the beautiful man at the gate? Man, money I don't have. But here's what I do have. Rise up and walk. I'm ERGJ, certified financial educator, CEO of ERGJ Enterprise, ERGJ Black Bazaar. International best-selling author, international best-selling author. This book is over in seven different countries. Nigeria, Ghana. How, 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 how did a young brother, young country, a country bumpkin from Decatur, Georgia, out of his room, send the stuff all over the world? How? Because I simply do what most people won't do. I simply read what most people won't read. You must be willing to do what no one else is willing to do so you can live the life that no one else can afford to live. I want you to remember this, people, that it takes a village. It starts with us. Let's build, people. Let's build these bank accounts. Let's build wealth. Let's build these communities, our communities. But most importantly, let's build each other. Let's do it together. We all we got.
But guess what? That's enough. Man, I pray to God reserve each and every one of you today as you go out and you face this world that you will resist the ignorance of others and that you'll go out and you'll crush your goals. I hope that he gives us another opportunity to meet again on the New Black Wall Street Book Club. Until then, Mr. DJ, hit the music. New, new, new black, new. It's the New Black Wall Street Book Club. Wall Street. With your host, Evan Jefferson. Evan Jefferson. It's time for us to go. Yeah. Now, you ain't got to leave the computer. But we encourage you to get out there and learn and apply all the things you learn at the New Black Wall Street Book Club. Book Club. Yeah. Thank mm -hmm. you.